people it's a wonderful day here abima fm and i trust that you're having a wonderful day over there too i'm very sure you enjoyed the last episode on excellence with our special guest yes i also enjoyed it and so as you we should not end it well you know i told you that we'll be back with the final episode and we are back so today we'll be talking about the different areas of life in which we are supposed to apply touch of excellence. Every area of our life, we need to apply excellence. So today we'll be talking about that. And I want to welcome our guest again. Yeah, welcome back on the show. Yes, because we received a lot of feedbacks from the last podcast, you know. Oh, how some were motivated, you know, questions, encouragement. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you guys. So now our guest will continue from where we stopped the other day. And today, just as I said earlier, basically we're talking about the different areas of our life. So starting from our physical life, how can we apply excellence as regards our physical life? Over to you, our special guest. Alright, I'm so glad to be here once again today. I want to thank our audience for always tuning up. To listen to us it's a pleasure to have you on board and i'm here to say the few things i can but i'm so glad that you are still here with us today so thank you very much for listening to us we really appreciate it physical talk about physical excellence physical excellence is a, like we stated before earlier on in our previous podcast that excellent has to do with work excellent has to do with work so whenever you hear the word excellence you know that has to do with work. It has to do with giving your best. And today we're talking about physical excellence. It has to do with your appearance. It has to do with your looks. It has to do with your physical outlook. It has to do with how you look physically. And you know, most times people feel that ah, the way I look is not really that important and all those stuff. So yeah, I have no tangible uh, value. To, I have no. Why should I focus myself on looking good and all those stuff? Well, I want to say today that looking good attracts a certain kind of people. Mm. You know, there is the, 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 the way you look and people don't really want to get involved with you. People don't really want to get attached to what you are doing. But your looks attract people. There are kind of people you attract by your physical presence, by how you look, by how well you dress and all that stuff. Recently, I went to a church program and the pastor, they, they, they were sharing a prayer point to people. And the beginning prayer point to to some certain, I believe, pastors and the rest. And when they, they came to some location and all stuff, and when they look at you, they they gave the part to those who stuck in their shades, who were neat, who were dressing well, and all those stuff. So, not basically because these people could pay much or could do better, but because of how well dressed they look and all those stuff. So, they were preferred among the rest. So, I feel that our dressing, our physical looks attract. A certain kind of people in our life our looks attracts a certain kind of people in our life and it leads us to greater heights when we look good yes thank you so much you know just as our last episode that i cited the example of somebody that went for a job interview and they didn't bother ironing his shirts and his clothes you don't have to have 200 clothes in your wardrobe before you make those ones available neat and very okay all you just have to do is to make sure that they are neat they are well ironed not that because okay 
you 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 are saying that ah that job God has given me that job. All I just have to do is to appear, and you go there, you appear shabbily. You are taking that job for granted. So I just want to implore us that we should pay attention to ourselves. You are going out, you are going to your place of work, you are going somewhere, and you know that obviously you are going to put on your shoe, and you know the shoe is dusty. You don't have to wear it like that. Look for a rag, look for a foam, clean it. You need to iron your shirt. You bought a trouser from the market or a gown from the market, and it looks like an oversized, but because of the design, you so much like it. Why not take it to the tailor and let it fit you? You don't have to wear that baggy clothes like that up and down. So it is important from our head to our toe. For ladies, if you need to plate your hair, plate it. If you want to have a low cut hair, make it clean and tidy. You know, so there are some people that are. I'm not against use of scarves, yes, because I also use it. But there are some people that they come under that umbrella of the fact that they put on scarves and so they don't want to make their hair clean and neat and that's why for some people because i've interacted with some people before some guys and they're like i sat beside this lady in church every time i sit beside this lady her hair is always smelled she's always using scarf even if you are going to use the scarf for three months or six months make sure that the hair underneath is neat and tidy for a guy too there's nothing bad in you having and haircuts there's nothing bad in it it's not sinful go to the barber have a nice haircut look nice when you need to shave your beard shave it you know when you need to shave your armpit shave it look neat look tidy we need to pay attention to our body our body we need to take care of it hygiene is important we have to pay good attention to it so thank you so much our special guest and that as regards physical excellence and my dear listeners you know that we cannot talk about the physical without talking about the spiritual so talking about spiritual excellence you know this year 2022 most of us especially on the 31st oh that was when we were in the mood like oh jesus thank you oh god thank you for 2021 oh thank you lord thank you lord thank you maybe throughout the entire year there was not even one point in time at which you were like god thank you why because you were looking at maybe those prayers that you feel that they are not yet answered and so it is important that we start this year home with god on our side you know you cannot leave god out of the picture if you leave God out of the picture, that is calling for a disaster. Because it's just a matter of time. Things might look as if they are going well. Like, okay, you have the money, you have a car, you have a good family, you have this and that without God. But my beloved guy, my beloved lady, it's just deception. It's just deception. God has to be at the center of it all. And that's why you have to pay adequate attention to your spiritual life. You know, some people, when you talk to them about this um spiritual aspect they are like why do you have to say something spiritual 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 and they don't believe in it well hmm oh well and good that's what the devil wants you to think that he does not exist or life is not spiritual life is spiritual life is warfare you know people say jokingly that africans are devils that the wicked set of people on the planet are africans so now tell me if the wicked set of people are not Africans and you are living in Nigeria and you know that you can't mention Africa the first three countries in Africa without mentioning Nigeria 
and now if you look at the height of wickedness in this country that something is wrong somewhere so do you want to become a victim of life because life is just only going to give you what you fight for not what you deserve not that i will just sit down you know some people swear guys whatever we be we be oh nonsense we be if you give room for that nonsense we be if you give room for that so we have to make sure that we are intimate with god let this year 2022 let it be your year of intimacy with god you know because you will take major decisions and you see these decisions they are, they are what we they will either turn around positively or negatively either to make impact in our lives or we face the consequences but let's live our life in such a way that five years down the lane ten years down the lane when we look back at those decisions you are like wow I thank God for making such decisions. So start this road of 2022 on time with God. Let God lead you in your business, in your finances. Who you should do business with. It's not everybody you can do business with. There are some people that the spirit ruling them. Anybody they partner with, that business just has to run down. So you need to be careful. There are people that they go for meetings, political meetings. Those in the occultic world, that's why those ones are even in fact, they take themselves serious. They would have put something on the chair like, okay, once this um, senate will sit down there, something, something will happen to him. But if you are sensitive enough, you just see your spirit reacting against that thing. And why? Because your spirit is in place. Your spirit is not dead. So 2022, I'm admonishing us to wake up and let us be spiritual giants and not midget don't let us fold our hands yes a lot of things will still happen in this year 2022 forget the fact that accidents will not happen accidents will happen but our hope is that we our loved ones will not be victims of it we will not be victims of it so let us make sure that we are right with god and it starts from me to us maybe you thanking god every day you wake up, you open your eyes. Thank God for the gift of life. That you can open your eyes. Some people are in the hospital that, in fact, they've been unconscious for days and their families are worried. But you can open your eyes. In fact, after opening your eyes, you even roll it at the ceiling. Look at the room. Oh, okay. Ah, so I kept that bottle of water there. Thank God for life. Thank God that you can breathe in and out. Thank God that you can carry your two legs and walk your hands. You can even remember what happened yesterday. Don't take it for granted. Develop your work with God. Even if it's one verse of the Bible that you want to read in a day, read it. If you're like, oh, I'm going to read 30 verses of the Bible today, it's a lie, you're deceiving yourself. You just say that you start the Bible, you start reading from Isaiah, and you wake up um, on page of Leviticus, and you're like, oh, this is the devil. It's not the devil, it is you at work. It's just a gradual process. Set your goals. When we mentioned set your goals, you see, setting your goals is important set your goals and you take appropriate action towards it so it is very important that we also develop excellence as regards our spiritual work with god so that we can conquer every areas of our lives your physical excellence should be in place your spiritual excellence should be in place for some people they try to discard one like okay as far as my physical excellence is in place let me discard the spiritual and for some people they're like as far as the spiritual excellence is in place the physical one you can throw it away because we're or because of what we're heavenly conscious yes we're heavenly conscious but i tell you you have to be utterly relevant despite your heavenly conscious you have a purpose or not to fulfill and it is your body that is going to fulfill it so make sure that you're excellent in every class so over to you our guest on the next area in which you are supposed to develop excellence
as a student, you have to maximize your time. And the, the main essence of you being in school is for you to study, is for you to read, is for all that social gathering, social activities are not important at that moment. Your number one priority is for you to read your books. That's social gathering is not good, they are all good. But they are time for all those things. So you have to discipline yourself. Discipline must be there as a student. You have to discipline yourself in waking up on time, reading your books, making sure you do what you ought to do per time. It's this line of discipline. I can also use myself as a, as a case study. I remember when my 300 level in school, I was actually struggling with statistics. I was one of my worst nightmares when I was actually struggling with statistics in my, my school days. And I really remember, I knew I needed to pass that course for me to graduate from that, from my school. And I remember my dad back then was telling me, ah, my dad was like telling me almost every time, you have five years in school and your that five years should be, should be the end and all those stuff. And within me, I knew I, I must complete this school year in this five years period. So, but this analysis was kind of a challenge, stumbling block for me. So, I had to go the extra mile. I had to discipline myself. When some, when some of my roommates were sleeping, I, I, I had to go and buy a, what's it called, a, 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 a board, a whiteboard marker. I had to be solving math at the middle of the night. Okay. I, I, I had to go for tutorials. When I come back at the middle of the night, I have to solve math. I went and bought a, a whiteboard marker on my own account, and I've been solving math at the middle of the night. Where, even while in church, I go to church with my math textbooks and math notebooks. Where pastor is preaching, I'm still solving math. I'm listening to the preaching, I'm still solving. I'm, I'm walking along the road, I'm memorizing the math, and because I know I'm going to pass it, I must pass it. I don't have any other choice. So I had to discipline myself for me to get to that height. And at the time, at the end of the day, I came out with one of the best results as a result of that discipline. So I'm encouraging you, also if it takes, we can all achieve discipline. It's just that if we put our mind to work, uh, we are going to do it. That's why I said excellence has to do with work. It has to do with work. Anything here, laziness. You must cut out laziness when it has to do with excellence. Because like we said in our podcast, excellence is giving your best, giving your extreme best, making sure you are best, you are doing, giving the best at what you are doing. Yes, thank you so much. And in addition to that too, as a student, you must understand yourself. Don't follow the crowd. You must understand your reading partner. Do you read well at night? Do you read well very early in the morning? Do you read when people are around? Do you read? Do you have to read? Maybe making use of and headset, you know, just have to hear music playing there in the background. You, you have to read alone, you know, you have to isolate yourself in the room so as not to be distracted. Understand yourself. That is very, very important. Don't say because five of your friends, they love to read at night and then you follow them after eating bread and beans. You go to class around 10 p.m., you start sleeping and you snore. See, 6 a.m., by the time they hide their bags, they go home, they are shouting, oh, I, I look at these people, they've gone to class to read. And I also smile, not knowing that you only went there to waste your time. So you must understand yourself very, very well. It is very important. You need to understand yourself. Okay. As I remember also, you also need to know that uh, in the course of your study in school, probably not all the subjects will be a problem. But definitely, there's going to be this particular course. It's going to give you a lot of challenge. It's going to pose a lot of threat to you and all the stuff. So you 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 have to you have to understand that that course, that particular course that is giving you a challenge. Out of me, let me say, out of 
uh, maybe a fourth, maybe ten credit and, and all the stuff, maybe five credit and all the stuff. And at the end of the semester, maybe you are doing uh, twelve courses, fifteen courses, and also the fifteen courses may not be the one give you all the all the headache. But there's one particular course which is going to give you, which is going to post a challenge to you. So your focus should be, I how do you, how do I scale through this one course? Because that one course. Uh, can keep you in school for more than five years. That one course, mm. if you don't handle it properly. So at the end of it, you see that again, the 12 courses, those courses are not, your, are, not, are not your problem. So only one course probably will be your greatest nightmare in school. So you, you need to ask yourself, how do I scale through this one course? How do I overcome this one course? What what, what ways? What, how can I do it? How can I go through it? And and if you and when you do that, you will see that at the end of it, you will be very happy with yourself because if you make if you come up with strategies with plans, like my host has just said, Dr. Bimbala just said, and finding ways on which is suitable for you, reading and all the stuff, you will come out with the best result. Yes, he also mentioned one thing while he was speaking earlier about having a friend. You must have a friend in which your goals are targeted towards the same area. Don't have a friend that by the time you say, let's go ahead, he says, okay, he wants to go out, he does not have interest in reading. Of course, you can't keep that kind of friend. So make sure that your friendship is leading you towards a positive thing. Making sure that it has a positive influence on you, a positive result. That's what they are saying. Have that kind of friend that you are called together to accountability. If you don't read your friend, it asks you, okay, why didn't you read today? We didn't have the group discussion. What happened? You know, always encourage you. Not the kind of friend that, well, when it's time for exam, that's when I'll start reading. I will just cram, like cram, like poor. No, no. Choose your friends wisely. Choose your friends carefully. Don't say yes. We were in school together in secondary school. In fact, I was the head boy who was my assistant. And so automatically when you get to university, you have to be close friends, best friends again. If your purposes are not the same, if your goals are not the same, of course. That's going to be a major problem. So understand, understand, understand each other, understand the direction where your friend is going to, understand his goals. Are they in line with yours? Do you think you are going to the same place? Do you want to achieve the same result? What is your goal? What is your target? So have that in mind. Don't just say that, okay, now I'm 900 level, I'm free. I just want to do whatever I like. It's time to enjoy myself. You should know that whatever decision you make, even if it's pre-degree level, just what, what I tell people is that always have at the back of your mind. Even if you are you finish validatory service and you're like, wow, it's a free world. Always have at the back of your mind that in 10 years' time, by the time you look back at this year, what will you be thinking? Is it that you'll be regretting it? Is it that you would be blaming yourself that I wish I had? I wish I had not. I don't let that be your case. So, my dear listeners, academic excellence is important. It's important because that will help you to scale through it and you keep pursuing towards those greater heights in that your feet and don't stop there. Okay, so also add to what my host, my able host, Dr. Abimbola, just said also, uh, please, as a student also, you need to have realistic goals, uh, goals that are achievable mm. as a student, per semester or maybe per session, how you want to do it, but uh, your goal should not be, probably you are, you are maybe having 0. something GCD or maybe 1.5, and you're like, uh, this, this semester I want to have a, a, a 5.0 or a 4.0 as the case may be and all those stuff. So please, you have, is it like when we talk about excellence, we're not trying to put you under pressure, we're just saying that you need to set goals 
for your academics that are achievable, that are, that are realistic. So if you are having only 1.0, your aim should be, okay, how can I move to 3.0? Or how can I move to 2.0? How can I move? So, so you need to take steps. You need to have realistic goals. So don't just say, ah, yeah, ah, ah. Of course you can do it. Of course, if you want to have four point zero, you can do it. But maybe you don't want to. You don't want to, you don't want to put it in a situation where, like, at the end of it, you feel, oh, I cannot do this, thing, and, and you are discouraged and all those stuff. So you need to have achievable goals before the semester begins. At the end of the, what, what was my goal for this semester? What's my plan for this semester? How many textbooks do I intend to read this semester? How many textbooks do I intend to cover up this semester? Who are going to? Who and who am I going to make my new friends and all those stuff? And all so you need to really sit down, analyze, plan, strategize for a semester before it begins, and you see yourself excelling all through. And also as a student, you know, most times we students, uh, uh, sometimes we 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 are so discouraged, we are so battered, and, and we feel ah, I I had a friend uh, back in my school days, uh, her name was uh, uh, Pamela, and. Uh, she was she she was really down because she felt she couldn't graduate with us at the end of the school year. Uh, so she was so discouraged because her CGPA didn't meet up to the tax and all those stuff. So she so probably that was our 300 level. And before then, so before getting to 500 level, she was already discouraged and she gave up and all those stuff. So please, as a student, encourage yourself. Understand? Applaud yourself. If your target, you say probably oh, I have to, I need to have 5.0, and you end up at 4.0 or 3.0, you need to achieve yourself. You need to congratulate yourself. You need to applaud yourself for that excellent work you have done because it's not easy. When you give yourself the kudos, when you give yourself the 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 the, 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 the kudos, you 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 feel good. You feel ah, at least encourage yourself. At least. You know, take yourself out, you know, get a bottle of Coke, get a bottle of wine and appreciate the semester and thank you for the semester and also appreciate your little effort. When you do that, you'll be encouraged to do more. Instead of, oh, I didn't do it well, ah, you're wallowing in anger, you're wallowing in sadness, bitterness and, and you're always envious of your colleagues who are doing better than you are like, and all those stuff. So, when you do that way, you won't go really far. So, but try to encourage yourself, be happy and strive to be better. The next semester. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, I'll talk about um, business and career excellence. You see, it is important as a business owner that you strive towards excellence. That business that you are doing, if you look at the environment, some people have already started it. Except for maybe a kind of business in which you just have to invent something and then maybe look out, make that thing. Be the creator of that thing and then you have multiple of it but most businesses are already in existence so are you striving towards excellence or you are just comfortable at that your level do you know about what to do do you know what to do do you know which steps to take because people most people don't even find out a lot of things before venturing into business they're just like okay i have capital there let me just go ahead and start business have you asked people in that line of business have you asked them like okay what were the challenges they faced what were the risks because i've seen people that they started their business within one year and within that one year they closed the shop because they were like ah, they were losing so you need to find out from those that have gone ahead those that have passed through that road what were the challenges what were the risks they faced how were they able to overcome it and how can you get better in that line because if you don't keep getting better as you get to area of business you will see people patronizing those that are already striving towards excellence so don't feel as if you are the only one that uh, 
if I don't develop myself, well, people will still come. Yes, they will come, but it won't be up to as much as for somebody that is striving towards excellence. And what you should know is that people around you, they are watching you. They are watching you. When you pursue excellence in your business, it will show. And your customers will see that. They will see in the way in which you are trying to get things that are much more better than the previous ones. Like, okay, these are new things for you. And they're like, wow, where did you get these things from? And they would always want to come back for more because you are not always staying at one level. And you also have to go for trainings, you know, develop yourself just as career too. You go for trainings, you develop yourself, you know, you you reflect back. Which was why I said that, cool, can you see that this issue of setting goals is very important. You set goals, are you able to track yourself that, okay, am I getting better? Am I really improving? So it's important that we develop excellence in our businesses and also our career life. You're a banker, how do you think you can achieve excellence? How? Okay, you're slow, slow at typing, and you're like, I just need this job desperately. And for you to get maybe a tab or um, a laptop, you feel that that's important. If you know how to type, you see, whatever thing you know how to do, nobody's going to take it away from you. Even if you use five years to learn something, nobody, that thing is yours and it is yours forever. Nobody is going to take it away from you. So when you develop yourself, when you train yourself, that thing will become part and parcel of you. Even if sometimes you might even, your, your, your resources, you have to go into it. Most people like free things, especially in this part of the country. Everything has to be free, 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 free. But there are some certain levels in which your resources would go into those kind of things for you to gain higher knowledge, for you to gain and to learn from those who, who have had one or two experiences on that road. So pursue business excellence, pursue career excellence. You are working in a company. Are you developing yourself like, okay, you are the assistant to somebody. Are you learning from the person above you? Are you learning how to do things or you are waiting that, I'm even going to leave this company very soon. You should. There is time for everything. You might not know where you might find yourself in, in the next phase, in which you would be like, oh, I wish I had paid attention. I wish I had learned this, I had learned that. So it is very, very important. Let us develop ourselves. Very, very important. So now, our guest will tell us about um, excellence as regards finances, because it is very, very important that we develop excellence as regards our finance. But before that, we'd like to go on a short break. So dear listeners, you can sip your tea, you can eat that fried chips, that fried chicken. Why you wait for us to reconnect back? We'll be right back. Just keep on right there. 